episode 175 divided by werewolves. That is a big, it's a big ass number. Yeah. That's a big number. I've been doing this a minute. <laughs> At this rate, we'll hit 200 next year. Yeah. And then who knows? Maybe that's when, you know, advertisers will come knocking <laughs> the door. <laughs> If any of y'all are still around, this is like you and me just podcasting to no one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it's funny because I realized today with the, uh, you know, Xbox doing their showcase showdown or whatever the fuck it's mm-hmm. called, uh, yeah. that I was like, oh, right. Yeah. Like this would normally, like normally E3 would have happened yeah. by now. Like, you know, I. You, you kind of you like so it's like E three was always like you know you'd have like you know last day of school Memorial Day E three that's summer right like summer has started and um, with it completely kind of collapsing I just kind of forgot about that as like a you know like a summer you know like a hallmark of summer and so it didn't even occur to me. Uh, with with today, and I haven't paid attention to anything in the Xbox uh, showdown uh, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not because I'm not interested. I just haven't yeah. had a chance. Yeah, I watched it. It's I, there were maybe two things that I was mildly interested in, like from the announcement side. Like they showed a lot of things you already knew about, but yeah. Uh, for the most part, it's just it just all looks like the same bullshit they've been putting out. Like I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, for the... And that's the thing what I found is, you know, even for, like, the, the PlayStation one, I, I didn't watch that one either. No, I didn't see it. Uh, you know, I mean, I have things that I will, you know, keep an ear out for and be excited for once. Like, Spider-Man 2, I don't need to see the oh, video. Yeah. In fact, exactly. the video I saw, I was like, I don't like his Venom voice. Like, I don't right. like that. Uh, you know, but whatever. I was like, I'm going to fucking play it. I don't need to watch a video or a mm-hmm. gameplay, whatever. I don't need to do that. Just like Ghost of Tsushima 2. Just show me the title and the date. That's it. I'm in. That's like, all you I got need. Me. You, you had me at Ghost. Like, I'm good. Right. <laughs> um, you know, and the other st- stuff that comes out, I just tend to, like, come across just over the normal course of things. Yeah. I mean, and I know I, I feel like I'm kind of in the minority on this, but like previews are absolutely wasted on me. Yeah. Because it's just marketing bullshit. Yep. So, you know, I would much rather take the time to play something myself and then determine if I like it rather than like I'm not going to read a preview event. Like I won't even. The only preview stuff I read is Destiny related. That's it. Yep. And even then, I don't read preview pieces when they have uh different outlets come to their place or do whatever like and then write about it i don't read those i just read the bungee stuff yeah because any because they're way i feel like they're way more honest with their player base in terms of telling you like well you know we thought this would work and it didn't so now we're doing this or Right. Yeah, this is way too powerful, so we're doing this, or you know, like I feel like they're way more 
and they know the game. So like they talk about they talk about things in a way that I care about. What is this going to do to balance? How is this going to affect this? How is this going to affect that? What changes are they making to economy? Things mm-hmm. like that. I don't need some fucking puff piece by someone who's not sure whether yeah. they can be critical of what they saw because they don't want to lose views. I don't you know who fuck, yeah. I've done, I and I'm not being critical of people who write for games. I've done it. I know what's involved. Most of the places I read, they're pretty unbiased, but you know, that's not the case for everybody and Yeah. Um that being said, I'm so glad I finally got my Where's Twab shirt. <laughs> Twab's dead. That's a fucking yeah. collector's item. Right, right now, I know. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Twid just doesn't doesn't work the same. No, you know, like Twid. Yeah, Twid no. sucks. Yeah, so I was glad I finally got my shirt, and it was free. Don't tell yeah. anyone. That's awesome. <laughs> just like you and your your nine oh. free moments of triumph shirt. Yeah. Mitch is going to yeah. run a pop up moments of triumph boutique <laughs> where he sells yeah. nothing but moments of triumph shirt, but. You know, the good side for him is it is 100% profit. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> and it's free advertisement because everyone comes with my gamer tag on the sleeve. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, so like I'm just so out of tune with like things that are coming because I just don't like. And again, it's not that I don't care. It's that it just kind of like. E3, even when it just kind of fell off as a thing that I used to determine whether I was interested in a game. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, the, the, the thing for E3 for me, it, I'd always get excited because, you know, even, we had the internet, but I mm-hmm. still felt like a lot. most of these companies saved the announcements for E3. Yes. And now there's just shit just gets announced every day on Twitter. Exactly. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, like, well, what's. Yeah, like, you know the excitement just isn't there anymore. Like because you already know everything. Like oh, that what, thing today, I, you know, I knew all that shit except for like I said, they announced some stuff, and, and what they announced looked boring. So, right. And like I'll play Starfield, but like, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like we're so far removed from when. Um, uh, what the fuck was it called? Not Oblivion, but whatever the dragon one. Uh, it's been on nine- Skyrim. Skyrim. Oh, okay. When Skyrim came out, that we all kind of forget when Skyrim first came out, right? Mm. And we were like, "What is this? This this interface is a fucking nightmare. What am I supposed to do? I'm juggling <laughs> my balls with my left hand, and I'm patting my head with my right hand, and that somehow that means I cast." <laughs> What am I supposed to be doing right now? None of this. Sh- like, I think we and then we just got used to it. We got used to their terrible, shitty UI mm. because y- you put in so much time and effort into uh, Skyrim that it became second nature. If you stop playing it and then went back, it's like when you stop playing the switch for a while and then you come back to it and you're like, why are these buttons reversed? Oh, like, why, why? Why? Why are these buttons reversed? Yeah. Um, and, you know, and so Starfield, like, I'm sure it'll be, I'm sure it'll be a game. Uh-huh. <laughs> the level of quality when it first comes out for something that massive that is going to ship, they're going to end up with a date that they hit no matter what. And yes. when, when 
when they say we're going to hit a date no matter what, there's two groups that pay for that. There's the people making it and the people playing it. Yep. 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 <laughs> and it's going to be a fucking mess at first. Yes. I hope it's not. But I mean, that's just it, how it ends up going, right? Yeah. You know that, that they did a deep dive on that one today. It's kind of at the end of the thing and you know, I was at my mom's today. We had to, you know, I do her grass and stuff every the weekend, and it was time to do that. It was also her birthday today, so oh, happy birthday! You know, we had, yeah, it was a we had a, a nice dinner, and her, my aunt came, and like you know, uh, my, both my kids were there. My oh, brother nice. was like you know the whole thing, and I snuck back into dad's room to to put the TV on to to watch the on the YouTube app to watch the Xbox thing and. I gotta be honest with you. Once they started talking about Starfield, I fell the fuck asleep. Yeah, <laughs> like I was, I was out. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, because it was just—it's that guy. I don't—I don't know his name. Is it Todd Howard or something like that? What Todd is it? Howard, that guy. Yeah. yeah, he comes out, and every time I see him, I'm just like this guy. You know, he's—I just—he starts talking about these games like they're not broken, like you yeah. know, you know they're going to be, and he's telling you all the things that you could do, and and and, and all this stuff, and. They started showing the gameplay, and it got to the point to you know how they are with their character creator and stuff. Mm-hmm. The guy when they had this guy on, he was talking about the character creation and, and the chin sliders, and I just completely was out. Like, I was like who I, gives a shit? Like a light. I was out like like a, light. a chin slider. Like really? <laughs> like uh, like oh, you know, it's my dream to make space Jay Leno. Like mm-hmm. no one cares. No one cares. I know. I know. <laughs> no one cares. You know, but whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It, 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 to me, it's just one of those things where um, I, I, I don't. I, I would rather just kind of find out about that game as I'm playing it. But yeah. I also don't have, you know, and and if it's on Game Pass, then it's like no, there is no. Um, what do you call it? Uh, no downside to me playing it, right? Or at least downloading it because it's just like Redfall. Like I was like, oh, I'd like to play Redfall. And so I downloaded it, and then I heard about how terrible it was, and then I waited, and it didn't seem like it got any better. So I was like, yeah. "All right, bye." <laughs> I, it, that, yeah, that the the only reason I was mildly interested in that was because of the studio, and and yeah, uh, that makes two in a row for them that I just really didn't care for. So I don't know. We'll see going forward, but yeah, yeah. I mean, Deathloop I thought was good. I I just I don't know. It was it was it was better as a playground than a narrative yeah um so i don't sure i guess i don't know i just the game clip the gameplay loop just didn't didn't grab me the it it didn't grab me at first but then as i got into it yeah uh it did but it still had some it it still could have some very frustrating moments for sure Uh yeah um so we'll see um, and I and Forza, like I'm not, I I have, yeah, I don't care on whatever it is, unlimited or whatever the what that one is. Mm-hmm. Um, the, and and I I played it, I enjoyed it, and then I stopped playing it, and I've never gone back to it. And it's not because it's a bad game. I just like if it's not Criterion or a burnout game, yeah. That's why I, I like Horizon. I don't like the main the mainline Forzas. I don't play those. Yeah, the Sims. I like I like Horizon. I, I play those. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're more in line with something like a burnout. They're more arcadey. They're yeah, still, that, and that's what I need for sure. Yeah, same. Yep. Um, like I can't. Uh, it, no, it's it's no. not going to work out. Nope. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> they're, they're they're beautiful games. They're, absolutely. They're, technically, they're they're 
very impressive achievements, you know, but uh, I, I can't. I'm not good at it, so I just I don't. You know, it's yeah, and then me. when they get into like the tuning, and it's yeah. like I like cars. I mean, I read Car and Driver. Don't get me wrong, but I don't understand cars. Mm-mm. You know, I just I don't. So I mean, I don't know when you're like, oh, we're gonna change your slip differential. <laughs> Is that good? <laughs> Is there an auto button? Can yeah, I exactly. Auto right, <laughs> right, exactly. Like, I just want to go fast. <laughs> so, um, okay. So we have two movies uh, today. Uh, we probably should have more, given that it's the summer. But look, this whole split movies up into multiple movies things. Like, I'm getting kind of fucking tired of it. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I went to see Fast X. I enjoyed it. And and I knew that was going to be split into more than one movie, and we still don't know how many it's going to be. Hmm. I guess, <laughs> but like I was ready to go see Across the Spider Verse, mm-hmm. and then they were like, and I read, and it was like, oh, it's more than one. There's it's, it's a cliffhanger. There's more than one. And I oh, was I like, yeah, I'm good. Like I'll wait. Yeah. And 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 I I 100 will will probably go see. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning in the yeah. theater. But that's yeah. also like part one of two. Like, just right. stop. Stop. I know. Like, I, this, and, I mean, like, and I'm not saying don't do sequels. I'm just saying, I don't know. Like, when I was a younger man and I had fewer demands of my time, right? Like going to right. a movie on a weekend, that's a cool thing to do. You go out, you get some lunch mm-hmm. or dinner, or whatever, you go to a movie. Now I'm just like it's it's all about like I like well how long is it gonna take me to get there how long is the movie wait it's not even gonna end I'm gonna get right. the full story and then it's gonna be out on VOD in two weeks like why <laughs> exactly. am I doing this like that's that's what <laughs> killed me is the VOD thing I'm like yeah. I can wait two weeks like, exactly yeah because I have to go out of town like you said mm-hmm. I mean I have to it's gonna take me so how long do you have to go to Auburn or Lagrange at least. Right. And those theaters aren't great. And then, right. you know, they're three-hour movies with fucking forty-five right. minutes trailers and shit. Right, <laughs> right, right. right. Well, it's like it's a whole day thing now, man. Exactly. It used to be that way. Right. Now that being said, I am going. I specifically, I made it clear to the household that I am going to see the Flash yep. next Friday. Yes, sir. And for two reasons. I don't want anything spoiled. Mm-hmm. And Michael Keaton is a Batman. Yep. yep. Um, so uh, I'm I'm very excited to see you know kind of how this movie ends up going. Um, you know, it'll be it. it I'm, I'm very interested in um, you know how they bridge the two, you know, the old and and kind of the newer stuff. And yeah. Um, so. Uh, you know, but it's also it's self-contained, right? So, right. but I mean, Michael Keaton. I mean, come on, son. Like yeah. the man's a fucking genius. He's 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 just a really good actor in everything that he does. Yep. Not just his superhero stuff. Like if you've not seen Dope Sick on, yeah, I think it's on Hulu. You should watch it because he. It's a it's a fantastic show. It's um, depressing as all mm. hell. But he he puts in a brilliant performance. Um, he's just he's just a very good actor. So 
to have a very good actor playing Batman. In this case, two. Two very yeah. good actors playing Batman. Uh, yeah. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see kind of what uh, what this ends up being. Um, so, uh, and just like this week with the Transformers, like, oh, I, like I, I, I like I like Bumblebee just fine. I love Beast Wars. I love yeah. Ron Perlman. Yeah, still not enough. <laughs> oh, I want to go. I, honestly, I, I didn't know it was out this weekend, or I might would have tried to find time to go. I'm really yeah. excited for that movie. I I am excited for it too. In that I I I after Bumblebee, which I was yeah. like that was actually a good Transformers movie, and yep. it didn't have an Optimus Prime that made you go, "This man's a psychopath." Uh, <laughs> um, you know, I I I'm excited to see it. I but again, it just it it really comes down to time, you know, and 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 what it takes and 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 everything, and and I just didn't, you know, it just didn't work out, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I've got I've got another issue in that uh, I got rid of my Bose surround sound and bought a, my first soundbar ever. Oh, okay. And I fucking love this thing, man. Yeah. Like I've got blackout curtains in the living room because nice. there's these windows were behind the couch and they, I just couldn't deal with the glare. So I'm like, it's dark as fuck in the living room, and I've got the soundbar and that the fucking subwoofer is like rattling the floor and shit. Yeah. Like I've had such a good time. I've been showing Goose the, the MonsterVerse movies and stuff. We watched Godzilla vs. Kong this weekend. Oh, Fuck. Nice. Fucking love that movie. And it was just so badass to watch it with the with the speaker and stuff. So I've mm-hmm. been really enjoying that. So I'm like now I just kinda I want to watch everything at home. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean for me it just yeah, I mean it just I don't know, it comes uh it comes down to convenience. Uh, I mean I have a pretty good setup here too. Um, so, you know, it yeah. just is like, well, uh, like this, which one do you want to watch? Which, which one do you want to watch first? Which <laughs> one do you want to do first? Uh, let's do influencer first. I don't have okay. much to say about it. And I'm actually kind of surprised by that. Uh, you know, I am typically the person who hates movies about influencers, you know, Instagram folks, all that. Like, right. you know, I... You know that that movie we watched about the guy, the YouTuber who was in the haunted house. Yeah, the demons came out. Like yeah. I, I, I tend to be the the person who just goes into those movies, just going, "God, this is gonna suck." Um, <laughs> and I actually, so influencer um, directed by Curtis David Harder, written by Tesh Gutakanda and Curtis David Harder. Um, I actually liked this movie quite a bit because I felt as if it wasn't so much a movie about influencers. It was a movie about a serial killer who happened to find fertile ground in hunting down influencers. Yeah. So it was less about, you know, the influencer as the focus and more about this this woman who you know was able to figure it out by that she could manipulate these people by basically you know preying upon the things that you know their their need for attention and an audience and things like that basically the thing that made them kind of a successful influencer want to be an influencer she then kind of used to prey on them in the first place. And I thought that was a pretty novel approach because it wasn't so much about the influencer, but about the, the woman using them 
to continue to live a pretty good lifestyle mm-hmm. by, you know, um, by kind of, uh, you know, by, by, by making them her victims. So, uh, so essentially, you know, the movie starts off, uh, Emily Tennant plays Madison. She's, she's an influencer. She's hanging out in, um, I want to say it's like, uh, in Thailand. Yeah, and she, you could tell she's kind of like over it. You know, she's doing the, the video blogs and the Instagram posts and, you know, the eye cream, you know, whatever stuff. But you could tell she's just kind of like, ugh. And one night when she's at her, her hotel, she kind of gets, uh, proposition slash harass whatever you want to call it by this uh older british guy and this woman's uh we only know her as cw um kind of steps in and says you know basically tells the guy to, to back off and they strike up a friendship and um you know uh they're kind of going around and seeing thailand and having a good time and um cw's like hey i've got this great spot i could take you to you know, for your videos or whatever, you're going to love it. Takes her to this kind of deserted island and um, is like telling her a ghost story and is like, you know, oh, well, I would leave you here and, you know, you wouldn't have any food. You'd have some water. You might last a couple weeks. And then I would just like take over your accounts because nobody really cares about you because you're like this vapid, you know, uh, kind of shell of a person and nobody really cares about you as a person they only care about your content so who's gonna care that you're not posting because i could just post for you and then you would just die here and and madison's like ha 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 and then the next morning who that's exactly what's happened and this happens pretty early in the movie and then we see uh cw basically kind of try to find another mark and do the same thing but you know, the, this other mark that she finds, Jessica, she realizes, oh, I kind of have to change her approach. And the way that the actress, um, Cassandra now switches how she approaches these two very different types of influencers, I thought was, was fantastic. And then um, Madison's boyfriend, Ryan, shows up. And, and so it, it then kind of becomes like, are they going to figure out? what CW's done and, and all that stuff. So like the, the initial stuff with Madison takes up a very small portion of the movie. I'd say probably about maybe a third of it. And then the other two thirds is her kind of honing in on another victim at the same time, trying to, you know, dissuade them from looking any further. Um, you know, I thought it was pretty clever and it was a different take on just this, this, you know, like we've seen something like a spree, you know, where it's like Ugh. an influencer as a killer, which is just a terrible movie, right? Terrible. But, but also like a dash cam, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like there's a lot of movies where, again, the focus is the content creator. They are like the protagonist kind of driving things. And for this one, the, the, the protagonist, the victim being the and and then it the the actual it almost felt like the protagonist of this movie was the killer yeah um, i thought was was a nice was a nice change uh and it was beautifully shot and in thailand yep. um i felt like it was a, a lot of really good performances and then kind of the some of the technical stuff you know that cw would use like deep fakes voice you know mm-hmm. pattern changes like those are not stretches of the imagination no, that with the right wig and the right, and they actually use. She's got a pretty significant birthmark on the side of her face. That and, and that's not makeup. She actually has that, and they actually use that as like a 
kind of a plot point in the movie. And I thought, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. It just, to me, felt like a very well put together, kind of complete movie. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of surprised that you you didn't like it. Well, I well I texted you and I hadn't finished it yet. Oh, okay. I, I ended up liking it quite a bit too, um, just because I, at the point that I was at mm-hmm. when I texted you, uh, I kind of felt like I knew where we were headed. I knew oh, what was okay. going to happen, that kind of thing. Yep. yep. And I just really was bouncing off of of I think her name was Jessica. Like I didn't give a fuck about her, and I thought the movie was going to want me to care about her. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The second uh, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jessica. And I just didn't care, and I was yeah. like, "Yeah, there's how much longer?" <laughs> right, right, right. But then, uh, man, this movie's got a, a little bit of a mean streak to it, man, mm-hmm. and it it's not afraid to go there, and it goes there quicker than you would think. Yeah. Uh, for some of the stuff, so I ended up enjoying it quite a bit. I thought uh, CW was great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I agree with everything you said. Uh, I just, I, like I said, just at first, I, when I, and it's my own fault, thinking I, because you know, how many. Hey, I went you, into it the same way. I was like, all right, another influencer movie. Okay, fine. Yeah. Yeah, like, let's watch it. And then, I, well, even just when it started, where it was like Madison was clearly just not thrilled with it all, I was like, well, this feels yeah. different. And then, yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised by it. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's, um, you know, it's one of those things where I think it just kind of shows that, you know, it's not – it a, a concept in and of itself is not enough, right? Like you have mm. to have a unique take on it because we've seen – there was a movie we watched where there was a, a serial killer preying on influencers. I'm trying to remember what it was. Um we might have gotten a screener. I just remember like all these women doing like their um, they were like lined up outside this like bar store or something. And they were like doing all their shoots, but it was just like a white screen and they were just like standing in this nasty alley. Do you remember that? And it was like vaguely. Uh, yeah. And then somebody like their sister got killed. Like we've seen like, Oh yeah. You know, and it's always, and here's the thing, you know, it's always like, Oh, well, you know, I wanted to be pretty or I wanted to be like, like the killer mm-hmm. has some mm-hmm. kind of reason. And the thing about CW is she didn't have a reason other than this was an easy way to stay in nice houses yeah, and, and, and get stuff. You know, yep. she was just pure kind of sociopath, psychopath, whatever you want to call it. Like she just was like, this is getting me stuff. And it was actually kind of refreshing. If I mean, that seems like a bad thing to say, but <laughs> You know, it wasn't this like the killer is a killer because of some tragic backstory mm-hmm. involving Instagram. Right? Like, you know, she just she basically saw a uh, she saw people she could manipulate into getting what she wanted uh, and then did it. Um, but um, and uh, and like I said, the production values I thought were were fantastic. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, some of the shutter stuff, it really is kind of a um, it's a mixed bag, uh, right. de- depending on, um, you know, which one uh, which one you're watching. Um, so uh, definitely check it out. I'm not sure. Um, I, I know it's on shutter. I don't know if it's on uh, VOD proper, but um, yeah, I'm not sure. I never even heard of it. Me neither. I go to shutter every day and I see what's yeah. new. And yep. then um, 
I watch stuff based on what's new. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so this next one is a movie that I had wanted to see in theaters, but it was it was too it was too long. Yeah. I mean that's just the reality of it. It was too long. And that is John Wick chapter four. So um I think you and I are pretty much on the same page when it comes to the John Wicks, with the exception of one. Right. Um I didn't have a problem with the budget falling off a cliff at the very end. Um yeah. I was okay with it. Um two was great. Three was not. <laughs> yeah. Three had two. Three was just you know too much sliding coins across tables. Yeah, it was. And uh, now we're in the desert. Like what? Why? Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. And so, um, you know, it's kind of interested to see how things got back, how things you know progressed in four because I felt like it was either going to go one of two ways. It was either going to go back to kind of what we had in two, or it was going to be a continuation of three. Um, And I was happy upon watching it to see that it was the more the former. It was definitely more trying to go back to um, what was in uh, two. Um, It is long. I would, I did not watch it all in one sitting. Um, I, I got up and, you know, had uh, breakfast because I, I watched it in the morning. So I like, I got up, had breakfast, you know, came back to it. I, if I had mm. sat, had, like watched it all in one sitting, I don't know how it would feel. Did you kind of watch it start to finish? I did. I had no intention of it. Um, but I, once I got into it, I was, I couldn't turn it off. So, okay. Yeah. I watched the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, you know, the thing about this movie that, you know, I mean, it's it's uh, without I don't without getting into all the plots, and I and I certainly don't want to spoil the ending. You know, John is continuing to find a way out from under, you know, the bounty that the ever increasing bounty um, that's kind of put upon his head. Um, but then, you know, we we get this uh, new dude, um, you know, played by Bill Skarsgård, the Marquis, who's basically now like shutting down hotels, not just shutting down hotels, but like blowing them up and um, excommunicating people. And, and, you know, essentially it, it comes down to John finds a way out. And that way is if he challenges the marquee to a duel, the mm-hmm. marquee has to accept. He has to have a second. And then uh, if he wins, he gets what he wants. If the marquee mm-hmm. wins, then... You know, John dies, and John second also dies. So it becomes John one trying to. F- the only way he can challenge the Marquis to a duel is he has to be accepted back in by a family. So one, how does he get accepted back in by a family? And then two, he has to actually make it to where the duel is taking place over the course of an evening. Like he's he's got to be at this church by sundown or sunup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At the same time. You have uh, Donnie Yen playing Kane, who is kind of after John, but that also is like has his own motivations for whether he does or doesn't want John to make it to this duel and survive. Um, and John is being tracked by this guy um, that we just called Tracker, uh, Shamir Anderson. 
Um, you know, this movie is so it's not when it says it's nonstop action, that is not an exaggeration. It's right. basically, you know, kind of long orchestrated action sequences, with some small breaks for plot moving forward bits, then long action. Se- and I mean, I would say that this movie, there were times when I watched this movie, my lo- my mouth was open. Like my, yeah, I was um, like amazed at, some of the things that they did in this movie, the way that they re um, just decided to not not look at an action movie in the same way and you know um, kind of redesign how how you think about action movies, how you um, orchestrate them, choreograph them the way that you film them, the way that you view them. I mean, I, it was amazing. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. you know, from a, you know, I mean, Keanu Reeves continues to be an extremely capable physical actor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, never once do you feel as if it's not him. And I think that's part of the reason why these movies work. And it's the same reason why the Mission Impossible movies work as well as they do. It's the same reason Maverick worked as way as, it, as well mm-hmm. as it did. At no point during a Tom Cruise action movie do you ever feel as if it's anyone other than Tom Cruise mm-hmm. doing all of the action. It's always Ethan Hunt. It's always uh, Maverick. Like you feel like you see him. You never once do you feel as if it's a stunt person. It's the same way with the John Wick movies. I never once do I feel as if it is not Keanu Reeves doing all of that stuff. And. I think it's a testament to him as an actor, but also the stunt team and the direction of the film that in times when it isn't him, you can't tell the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just turned it on and just got sucked right in? Yeah, surprisingly, because <laughs> I was not prepared. Yeah, I was like, I got to watch something for the show. Jace keeps talking about John Wick. He still texts me just randomly throughout the week. And I was surprised because the way you were kind of talking about it, you were like, I was, I was just like, Maybe you should just skip it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, but the thing is, like, I liked two so much. Yeah, and, and three really was not great. Three was so bad, and I was like, "Oh fuck this." Yeah, but uh, yeah, the, you know, the thing with it is, it, it, it's, I, you know, one thing I did like about the first one, especially after it kind of finishes its main kind of story there, and then it, it sort of reveals there's a much bigger world at play here than we kind of knew about. Yeah. But it doesn't do that till the end. I thought that was cool, and yes. I'm like, man. So what does all that mean? There are like these rules, and what's you know, and and, and they do just that little tease of exactly. that role building, right? Yeah. And then two kind of goes all in on it, and then has John, you know, on the run, you mm-hmm. know, uh, the whole time. And I thought that was really cool. And then I don't know what the fuck was going on in three. And I think three went too far in on the. That's rules. the thing. Exactly. It was like I think, they, they were like, "Oh, do you want to know about what our, um, you know, whatever, like what our four hundred one k matching is?" And you're like, "What? You, no, no." Like, yeah. No. So, so uh, this one, I felt like it certainly didn't go back to like the grounded John no. Wick. Like I felt like one was no. But at, the, at this point, on at four movies in, and every one of them's over two hours, I, I, I kind of like that they. They sort of just went all like Bond in this one. Yeah. Like, you know, it's it's over the top, but 
like you said. I mean, the act, but I mean, they have fucking bulletproof like cloth suits. Like, yeah, it's, it's that such part, a Bond movie. <laughs> like, yeah, that part I was like, why are we? We look like we're holding, like we're trying not to get wet. Yeah, like he's just kind of like, holding his lapel over his face as somebody shoots right. like a forty-five. I'm like, I don't care how fucking bulletproof. Right. Your cloth is that is right. not how physics works. <laughs> it's, it's completely ridiculous, and I think that's part of what I pre- even had. Like you even had like a Jaws character, right? Yes. Like, like it's just so James Bond, and uh, but with like just the most amazing, brutal, fucking like yes. bone cracking action. You know, so it has the silliness of of a Bond, but it's like it fucking it's like Brawl in Cell Block ninety nine. If if yeah. If Vince Vaughn was James Bond or something like that. And, and, and I mean, and Donnie Yen, like, is just a great, he's mm-hmm. so much fun to watch, and he's such yep. a good actor, and he's such a good physical actor, too. Yep. Like, his yep. action sequences are just fantastic, and the way that they just kind of, you know, put everything together. And I think that, the for me, the reason it worked as well as it did is it was just a lot, it was a lot more simple. I felt mm-hmm. like two was kind of simple uh-huh. um you know three i was like i don't even know why he's doing what he's doing right now yep um yep. and this kind of got back to more of that all right well you know you you want to do this in order to do this you got to do this and then they throw scott adkins in a fat suit <laughs> which i was like you know yeah uh, you know scott acted i don't have you ever seen any of the um accident man movies no Oh, okay. So, um, yeah. So, um, um, Scott Atkins is in these these movies called uh, Accident Man, and um, I think they're both on. Um, I know they're on Prime. There's two of them. There's Accident Man and there's Accident Man Hate Man's Holiday, and I watched. Hitman's Holiday recently. Um, I think it was on Prime. So basically the idea is that he plays an assassin, but his... Oh my shit, I can't believe I haven't seen this. I'm sorry, I'm looking at it on IMDb. Yeah, his, his the whole thing is that he sets up kills to look like accidents. Gotcha. So, yeah, I have to watch this. Yeah, so Hitman's Holiday is pretty funny. It's like he, he actually he tries to go on holiday. He's just like, I'm not doing any of this shit. And then he kind of runs afoul of this, you know, this guy who's like the... He this kid who's like a punk, punk ass kid who's like a part of a drug dealing family, and um, the humor is like kind of take it or leave it. It's not. I, I think it's like a very specific sense of humor, but some of the mm-hmm. action sequences are fantastic. Um, and you know Scott Atkins is is a he's a fun dude to watch. I, I yeah. feel like he should have. I really feel like he should have a bigger career than he yeah. does. Um, yeah, I agree. You know, because a lot of his stuff feels very like direct to video. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Michael Jai White, same way for me. Like I Michael Jai like, White, yeah, yeah, and absolutely. he's in this. So like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but he he was also in like It Man Four. Um, okay. You know, which I don't know if you've ever seen any of the It Man movies. I have, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so those are those are fantastic. Yes, they are. Um, you know, he was also in, um. The Universal Soldier Day of Reckoning, mm-hmm. which is a fan, it's like Universal Soldier fucking meets Upload. Yeah, it's such it's such a brutal film, but so much fun and yeah. so good. And I mean, I just I mean, he's got a I mean, the man, the dude works, you know. But I just yeah. feel like he's not. 
a household name in the way he should be based on how good of an action uh, star he, yeah. he is. I agree. Um, but um, yeah, definitely watch, definitely watch the accident man stuff because yeah, it's, I'll have it's, to. it's, it's, it's very good. Um, so yeah. So like John wick four, like, you know, when I, when it was done and here's the thing, you know, the problem though is, you know, again, like trying to, them just Lionsgate just trying to like cash in on it. That's like when this movie ends is a very clear ending and you're like, mm. cool. And then they're like, the Greenlit John like wick five. It's like, why just, yeah. <laughs> you, you've already got, you're going to do tales from the continental. So, right. So you're already going to have a TV show about the hotel. You've already got the ballerinas movie. You want to do about the ballerinas. Like, let's just let Keanu Reeves gr- age gracefully. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, make the poor man keep coming back. But I mean, I don't, and that's the problem. It's like, you know, they're gonna de-age him like they're fucking doing with uh, Harrison Ford. We're gonna have like John Wick thirty-seven, and Keanu Reeves is gonna be eighty-two years old, but they're gonna de-age him. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it was a very good. Uh, very good movie, very good action movie. You know, it's kind of fun to see, um, you know, action movies getting pushed forward and, um, you know, and, and and thought of differently from, you know, like there was a sequence in um, the Guardians of the Galaxy 3 that I thought was fantastic, an action sequence that I thought was fantastic. And... Uh, what I saw, I all I thought to myself was, "Oh, how many movies are we gonna now see this in?" Mm-hmm. Like it was that good mm-hmm. that I was like, "This is gonna be like it's gonna be like a bullet time thing." Mm-hmm. Like when mm-hmm. bullet, when you first saw bullet time, you were like, "Holy fuck!" And then like five years later, they're doing bullet time on like a fucking State Farm commercial or something, right? <laughs> and you're just like, okay. Yeah. It was that type of thing, right? Like James Gunn put together this sequence that melded a bunch of different ways in which action scenes and and long take scenes are typically shot. And when it was done, I was like, not only was that super badass, but like that's going to get ripped off mm-hmm. ad nauseum. And and I feel like there's stuff in, in John Wick 4 that's the same way. It's that new of an idea, even though uh, if you play in Hotline Miami, it's not. <laughs> yeah. There was another game. There's another game. Uh, or, or fucking, uh, what was, was it? it? Ho- Hong Kong something. And it looks just like that. Yeah. I can't oh, remember the name of it. I've almost bought it on the Switch like 50 times. But I'm just like, yeah. I know it's going to be hard as fuck and I'm just going to get frustrated. But it looks so fucking cool. Yeah. Or... Um, what was the arcade game? Uh, Smash TV. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <The> top down. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, you know, it's like, and that's the thing is you, you kind of see these things and it just, it it's just a different way of uh, presenting, you know, action to an audience. And, and sometimes you see stuff and you're just like, yeah, whatever, that was fine. And then other times you see stuff and, and it just is like, how often are we going to see that now moving forward? Which right. is, you know, a testament to the to people, you know, not just the director, but everyone involved in, you know, kind of putting that together. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so, you know, I mean, as someone who loves 
action movies and likes John Wick movies, you know, would I like to see another one? Sure. But, yeah. you know, as someone who likes movies that have, like, there's there's a payoff as a viewer if you get emotionally invested in something and it ends in a way that's satisfying for the viewer. Exactly. And satisfying for the character, then I actually would prefer they just let it be done. I yeah I agree. I mean, we talk about this a lot, especially with Star Wars. It's like yeah they they've done so much world building here, but they keep telling the same fucking story. Right, like it's the same movie but in a slightly different location. <laughs> right, you know, exactly. And it's like it, it, you know, and I know this. It's not like called the Continental. It's called John Wick. So obviously it's his story. But at the same time, we have so many interesting characters that we've been introduced to, and they're still showing us new characters. And it's like. It's like every Star Wars doesn't have to be about a Skywalker. Like there's this and, entire and, universe. Which is exactly why, you know, for me, you know, Rise of Skywalker was so disappointing. Yep. It's like, are you seriously trying to say that the only people who can be Jedi are these fucking dipshits? Like, <laughs> right? Like, I mean, that that's yeah. not what Star Wars is supposed to be. Right. So, like, why are we trying to pigeonhole this, you know? And that's why, like, I liked I liked Andor. Mm-hmm. because it has nothing to do with being a Skywalker. It shows you don't have to be a Jedi to take on a giant fascist army. You can just be someone who who doesn't want them to be in power anymore. Right. That's it. That's all it takes. Yep. Yep. Um, and, and, and so, yeah, so it's like, you know, we have this giant universe – you, you've you've sprinkled all of these cool things about the John Wick universe. So just like tell those stories, mm-hmm. you know, let yep. let let this dude just kind of be, you know, you know, let let, let John. Wick You can still like talk about him, like reference him, obviously. Exactly. Like, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. So I mean, I was actually pleasantly surprised with that. Like, I mean, you know, I heard it was good, but I just was yeah. after three. I was just very. Oh, you shot. know, like not, yet, not even being a big fan, I, I expected to hate it. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I was like, I'm not gonna like this. Yeah. And then I couldn't believe like how into it I was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. Awesome. Um, all right. So real quick, uh, I'm still enjoying, you know, season of the deep. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of cool. You know, they're doing some really cool character beats. Um, you know, most of the time when the mission ends, I'm just like, whatever, they all keep chattering. I give my commendations and I bounce, but like they've gotten into some pretty good, um, you know, kind of interesting to see, like interested to see where they go with Drifter. Like Drifter's kind of made some comments mm-hmm. that lead you to believe he's, he's not, you know, he's, he's kind of, and I mean, he's steadily been moving more towards like a Vanguard position, you yeah. know, especially since, um, Beyond Light, mm-hmm. um, but then they kind of dropped it, right? Like him and out, yeah. you know, in the snow or whatever with um, Eris and uh, the stranger there or whatever, yeah. and then they just kind of like let it go. And so, you know, uh, I'm kind of curious to see what they they end up doing with him because they're dropping story hints, but you know he's also still Drifter, so um, yeah, you know. Uh, it's interesting. It'd be interesting to see kind of where they go with it. Um, you know, I love, you know, the new seasonal activity I think is great. It's, it's, and, and having two different types that, you know, one of a six person one and the three person one, you know, can be difficult depending on as difficult as you want to make it. Um, I think it's a nice balance. 
um, you know, between the two. Um, and, you know, as you and I have talked about before, like, not doing stuff for Pinnacles, I still, like, I still end up doing pretty much the same stuff because I'm trying to get the season pass going and, mm-hmm. you know, um, it, it has less of an impact than I thought it would. Um, yeah, uh, I, I'm well, I, I didn't get to the level cap, you know, because I had so much bullshit going on in real life that I didn't I, and I had no Internet for a while. So I I'm still chasing the <laughs> the, the cap anyway. So it's really not any different for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm finally getting the, the 1810s, but um, it's it's this past week I did more to to get to the cap than I had done in, I don't know, weeks like oh really? Before. Yeah, with the dungeon, we got I got several, uh, you know, powerful drops there. Uh, we got the nightfall done on Wednesday as we usually do, mm-hmm. uh, and now I think I only need like maybe three three more pieces at eighteen ten, and I'll I'll be there. So oh nice, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's hey, God, what a dungeon! That was so fucking fun Friday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had such a ball with that build. I, you know, like these old builds things. Like I, I'll, I'll watch the video and I'll watch the guys do it, and then I'll, I'll put all that shit on my character, and then up, I end up just shooting them with fucking Galahorn anyway. Like I don't even do the thing. Yeah. And so doing that, using that arc build on my hunter, and doing the the combination blows and the, and, mm-hmm. the, and the dodging and all that shit, I was having a ball, man. Yeah, when you get a build that works, the way. It's supposed like, like you said. Sometimes you watch these folks, and this is like this is their job, right? Yeah. So like yeah. you're like, well, of course I'm not as good as they are, right? It's just like right. I could watch a video of someone doing the dungeon solo flawless. It doesn't mean I could do it, right? Um, but it's like when you when you put together, you know, builds that end up working the way that you're hoping they would. It really is cool. Like my um, my arc build. I feel like is like that where it's, you know, you're, you're the gameplay loop is so simple that you're able to, to kind of take advantage of everything in the build. Um, same to to certain, certain degree with my, my void build where it's just like, you know, you throw a grenade, like, it's like you do this one thing that starts it and mm-hmm. then it just kind of keeps, it keeps going and it keeps going and it keeps going. Um, you know, so that that's awesome that that you found. You know, you were able to to get that working, um, and I mean, you were fucking putting in work. Like your the, <laughs> the after dungeon stats with your what did you have like eight hundred or something or melee kills or I whatever? Had, yeah, I had like six hundred melee kills and I think eleven hundred kills overall. But yeah, and, and Sean and I had like two melee kills each or something ridiculous. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean it was it was a lot of fun and it was very satisfying to get that clear. Um, yeah. at the end um, you know I think now you know we're kind of getting it dialed in and and have a better understanding of how to make think, things go yes. faster certainly if, if I if we could keep from getting lost on the bubbles because uh, I think we got the first and second encounters down it's just getting from one to the other <laughs> so, yeah but we'll get it yeah yeah no I have no no doubt um, yeah, I mean, the bubbles, it's, you know, I, I don't know how anybody does that. I mean, actually, that part would be much easier solo because yes. you don't have to worry about taking, you yep. know, the bubbles from somebody yep. else. Um, but, um, yeah, no, it's it's I'm digging the season quite a bit. Um, all right. And then other than that, I mean, I've just been playing Zelda. And so, like, I'm at the point 
I don't know if you ever kind of got to this point in Breath of the Wild where I got a decent number of hearts under my belt. I got a mm-hmm. decent number of stamina rings under my belt. And I got enough um, armor. I, I can't counteract most things. But, like, I've uncovered every the, the entire map. And I've got enough fast travel points where, like... If I'm trying to get from point A to point B and it starts raining and I can't climb this thing, fine, fuck it, who cares? I'll just go do this other thing over here. Yeah. Like, and now, so now it's more enjoyable because the that early game, I just want to climb this thing because I have to, but I keep slipping because it's raining or this shit keeps breaking or that, like, is mitigated somewhat because I've got enough stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and... So that's kind of where I am now, and now it's kind of back to being fun. Okay. It's like getting to that part. I can see why folks just would be like, I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) I was doing the shrines, trying to get hearts and stuff, and... You know, like I said, I've talked many times about my issues with the game, but, you know, I, I did get, I think I put like 20 hours into that fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, and I got through the first, I don't know what, I guess it was considered the dungeons, right? Where the, the, the big animals that are like walking dungeons, essentially. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. Did the, I did the water one. Like, I did the elephant one. Yeah. I had a blast. Oh, so I was like, I was making progress. I, I had, it was clearly lined out what I was supposed to be doing. I got through it and I was like, man, that was great. And I was like, maybe I'm finally, you know, I'm finally getting it. And I got done with that and it didn't, you know, it, and it just tells you to do those four things. It doesn't tell you in what order to do them in or anything like that. Uh-huh. And, and I was, you know, I kept running into shit that would one hit me or yeah. one, you know, one shot me and I couldn't go this place because link was too hot. And I couldn't go over here because Link was too cold. And I'm yeah. just like, where the fuck am I supposed to go? Like, what, yeah. what do you what do you want me to do? Yeah. And meanwhile, I've got motherfuckers want me to like pick certain flowers at fucking midnight on fucking Tuesday, and I'm just like, I, I I'm done with this. Like, I can't. Yeah. Like, I don't care. This is too much like micromanaging like bullshit. Right. Right. And so I just finally tapped out on it. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 I think for me, you know, my my concern as I was kind of playing this one is like, there's so much emphasis placed on building and I'm really bad at building stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, well, I mean, the main mechanic is great for me to use in like shrines and stuff. And once you get like, there's like an auto build ability. So like, as long as you've built something once and you can find like recipes for lack of a better word, you know, as long as you have the parts, then you can just build the thing that you need. Uh, but it's like, I don't know how to do that shit. Like, I don't think about things that way. I don't have that type of creativity to be able to say, oh, you know, here's how I, you know, whatever. Oh, I'm going to make a, you know, you see some of the stuff that people make and I'm just like, that ain't me, homie. (laughs) You know, that is not me. Um, you know, so so then at that point, it really becomes about, okay, well, what can I do? Well, I know how to do shrines. I know this stuff. Okay, well, I can't get there because of this, that, or the other. Like you said, I'm, I get to take fucking one hit, and I'm, like, knocked out or whatever. But now that I've kind of got, excuse me, gotten over that initial hump, uh-huh. I, I'm actually having a good time. Well, you know, I, I, this is another thing. I, I actually was uh, talking to somebody at the store about this Saturday while I was at work because um, she was – 
saying that like she used Metroid, like her husband used Metroid as a way to get her into playing games, and because she asked if we had any like Samus figures or whatever. And then she was, you know, he was talking about playing Zelda. Their kids were talking about playing Zelda, and she and I, so I was just like, you know, we were just kind of talking about it or whatever. You know, I think that if I could, for some reason, like I just can't make my brain understand that the Switch is a console that I could play on my television. Yeah. And I think if I could like make myself understand that, I think that I, I would give games like Zelda more of a shot if I didn't. Because, but I treat the Switch like a handheld. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when, when I play 30 minutes and, and it drops my battery from 100 to 30. Yeah. And I'm just like, all right, well, i got to plug it in. You know, it's like if I, I just don't sit here and have these marathon gaming sessions where I really figure the stuff out and I really get into it and stuff like yeah. that. Because I play it in handheld mode all the time, and I just, for whatever reason, I can't re- like rewire my brain to understand that it will play on my TV, and like I would have a much better time, and I could sit here way longer. It's actually it's pretty. Just a- Zelda's actually pretty good on the battery, uh, believe it or not. I mean, which you know, given you know the physics engine and everything, mm-hmm. you know. Well, I know Breath of the Wild used to rate mine. It's actually not bad. Like I play it, you know, I play it every night on my TV from like seven. Uh, to eight, and mm. then I play it while watching TV from like you know eight to nine thirty or eight to ten, and it's it's fine. I don't have a problem mm. when I'm playing it undocked. Yeah, um, yeah, same thing yeah. With, it was the same thing with Monster Hunter. Oh, like, Monster Hunter was like way worse. It was yeah, it was bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Monster Hunter was way worse. But I agree with you. Like, I mean, if you're if you're just looking at it like like a Game Boy. You know, mm-hmm. you're just like, well, shit, you know, I can't do um, whatever. I just don't have the time uh, to be able to sink enough time into it to feel like I'm making progress. Um, right. Then it absolutely would, you know, just be frustrating. Because that's, take, that's it, a me it, problem. That's not the game's fault. That's me. Like, well, I mean, understand, but. at the same time, though, I do feel as if. It's reliance upon, you know, kind of all of these various systems, for lack of a better word. Um, you know, the 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 lightning and the the weather and the, the mm-hmm. you know, it's like it does to some degree make it, you know, a little annoying to yes. to kind of do some of this <laughs> stuff where you're like, I just want to, like, you know, a, a good. You know, open world games, it's like you want to see what's on the other side. You want to get from point A to point B. Yeah. Uh, and when the game keeps you from going and getting from point A to point B, you know, that that to some degree is, is a is a is a failure <laughs> of the game. You know, like that that should be, you know, open world games should make it so that you are interested in what's over that next ridge. Mm hmm. Uh, and and maybe that takes you away from the story or whatever. And so in this game where it's like I can't get over that next ridge because it's raining and I have to climb a three foot high wall or you know whatever. Like you said, I, I'm very cold. I'm very hot. I'm very, you know like all that shit. It's like all right. Well, you know. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's like just, you know. It's like it's like having an infant. And that shit is exhausting in real life. Like I don't need to right. play a video game. Yeah. Like I'm hungry. I'm sleepy. I'm this. I'm like, oh, goddamn, man. Like, I, 
I don't need that in a video game. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and they do, you know, I mean, it, it is uh, one of those things where they, you know, I don't know. I, 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 it's like, yeah, you you got to eat to, to heal uh, or you can, you know, obviously stay at a hotel or whatever. Um, but, you know, some of that stuff, it, it does get mitigated as you go on. In fact, it's funny. Right. There's a um, there's a quest. It's like there's a, I, I kept hearing about Laurel and Village, Laurel and Village, Laurel and Village. Laurel, oh, there's pirates, pirates attack Laurel and Village. Oh, you know, everything we have is at Laurel and Village. Oh, you know, it's the worst. Yeah, it's monsters, pirates, so bad. And I was like, all right, whatever. But everybody just kept fucking complaining about fucking Laurel and Village. And I just was like, all right, like, whatever. And so I got tired of everybody complaining about it. So I went. And this is where the save is some bullshit. Because it's like, I had killed, like, like more than half of these goddamn monsters. And I died. And then it started me back at the beginning. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> um so I finally killed all the monsters, and then the next part is like, oh, well, now we need you to rebuild Laurelin Village. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, it's bad enough. <laughs> the one thing I did think it was funny is, you know, they have this, like, oh, it's the blood moon. And I was like, well, what happens, like, now that I've killed all these monsters and you all move back into Laurelin Village, and then the blood moon happens, and then all the monsters respawn, are they just going to, like, murder everyone in the village? Like, <laughs> like I actually was laughing this morning. This idea of, like, Link heads back to Laurelin Village and it's, like, monsters and just, like, hacked body parts and just... <laughs> Heads on spikes. It was like, oh, blood moon. Yeah, yeah, tough stuff. Uh, anyway, but like if you rebuild Laurelin Village, then there's an inn there. You can stay for free once a day. You can get a meal once a day. So like and it's actually pretty useful because you'd be like, well, if I'm low on hearts and there isn't a shrine and I'm trying to go do something. All right. Well, I'll just go back here, spend, you know, sleep for a few hours, get them all my hearts back, and then I can kind of go about my day. So it's like some of the stuff that they do, you know, allows you to – um, you know, if you're willing to put in the time, allows you to have a little more flexibility when it comes to things like healing and stuff like that. But you know, you've got to go through the, you know, the paces in the in the first place. Um, right. But you know, I when I first started playing it, I was I was very concerned that it was going to be, you know, mostly. Um, building and all this stuff and me not being a builder i was just like all right well is this going to be something where i'm going to have to make a fucking you know jet plane in order to progress uh and it's not like that at all it's definitely that stuff can make your life easier but you don't have to do it uh except in the shrines where it's way more controlled and you know it's kind of easier to figure out um and now that i have enough stuff under my belt uh i'm enjoying it more and and enjoying more just kind of not doing the story stuff and then just kind of like going around and seeing what i can do and, and what i can't um and the fact that there's no achievements, it's like, fuck it. This guy's like, I need porridge. It's like, well, my man, you are going to continue to need porridge. <laughs> right. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Like, that's the thing. I'm at the point now where I'm like, I don't know. Will I go and do? I did all the shrines in the first one. I didn't find all the Korok seeds because there were like way too many of them. But I definitely did all the shrines. Am I going to do all that here? I don't know. Maybe. Like right now, I'm pretty good with things. Maybe as like things progress, things will get harder. And 
I'll want those extra hearts, but right now it's like, uh, I feel pretty good if I walk past one, sure. But am I going to go, like, scour the map? I don't know. So, you know. Uh, so we'll see. I did have a couple times, like, the first time ever when I was doing that that pirate village there where the frame rate dipped significantly. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, oh, right, this is a seven-year-old. This is, like... A fire tablet, like from Amazon, like a fifty dollar fire tablet that somehow they they put an amazing physics engine in. Right? right. Yes, I forgot. Yeah, it's nuts. <laughs> Absolutely nuts. What they what they've got that thing to do? <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy. Uh, and, and and it's easy to forget. It's easy to forget until you're like, oh, there's two monsters. All right, how do you feel about twelve frames per second? <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so uh so i'm enjoying it looking forward to, to the next final fantasy which just seems bonkers as fuck so yeah i was kind of watching the little uh thing on it while we were while we've been doing the show here i'm just kind of watching i obviously can't hear what they're saying but yeah. it looks it looks nuts yeah yeah i'm looking forward to it um and you know there's a bunch of there's a bunch of games coming out uh this summer that um there's that uh, that magic FPS in Vernum or whatever. Yeah, it's called like I remember like you know Hexen, you know yeah. back in the day or Clive Barker that game that he did where it was mm-hmm. like you had a gun in one hand and a fucking magic spell in the other. Yeah. Was it Undying? I think something um, like that. Yeah, that game was the shit. I fucking loved that there game. Was, <clears throat> there was something announced the other day. I don't know where the fuck it was announced at, but it was like a. Uh, I thought it was like. Um, Somebody was making like a new Bloodborne since since uh, From hasn't done a remaster or won't, hasn't announced oh, okay. a new Bloodborne. Yeah. But it ended up being a first person shooter that, but it looked like it had like Bloodborne art style and shit like that. Okay, and I was like, yo, well, I am playing that. Yeah. Like you know, me and my first person shooters, and and my hope is that they don't try to make a souls like first person shooter because oh, jesus christ no yeah. <laughs> like please yeah. but just the monsters and the and the the dark gothic design and stuff like that man it looked really interesting i meant to write it down and i fucking forgot to put it in my phone but yeah i'm sure i'll be saying more about it yeah yeah but like you know there there's there's kind of a bunch of stuff kind of coming out this um there's this john song. carpenter's got a game coming out did you see that no i did not yeah, the trailer dropped. It's uh, the summer games thing. That's where I saw the. Oh, the, okay, yeah, the thing. Yeah, uh, I, there was also a trailer for a John Carpenter game that looks basically like. Um, it looks like, it's a squad based shooter, um, and it sort of looks like Left for Dead, but Left for Dead if if it took place in like uh, like Romero's like Land of the Dead. Mm. Like it, there's vehicle stuff, and you get to like add, you know, like it's like a Snyder's Dawn of the Dead, but mm-hmm. an FPS. <laughs> like they shows them like riding in like a school bus or some shit, and it has like shit all attached to it, and like turrets on the top and stuff like that. It looks, but it's like it's it's you know le- like Left for Dead style zombies, just fucking waves of them. Right, right. But it looked it looked pretty cool. Nice. I mean, basically, I'm just waiting for. Um, might Magic Clash of Heroes to announce on Switch, and then you'll never hear from me again. Like that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's all I need. I cannot. I cannot wait to play the fuck out of that game again. Stay up way too late. I used to play that. There's two games: Puzzle Quest, 
like the original mm-hmm. Puzzle Quest. Jesus, yeah. And that game, I I brought the DS to bed, and yeah. my wife was like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "No, no, it's fine. It was not. It was not fine. That was Bioshock, <laughs> like Bioshock for me. Like I have to be at work at at six thirty in the morning, right? Yeah." Yeah, I set an alarm for like three thirty so I could play Bioshock before work. <laughs> Such a good game, yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for Clash of Heroes. Like I don't even I like I've I don't I don't care how much it is. Like I don't care. I'll play it. Like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get it. I just I'm that like that and I'll play the fuck out of that game. I love that game. But um all right, so Next show, hopefully, we'll definitely have uh, Flash. The Flash. Uh, and then um, I actually saw uh, this article that was like, here's like thrillers, you know, the best thrillers on Netflix. And every one I read sounded more like worse and sadistic than the one before. And I was so excited. I was like, I have my week set. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're like, this, South, this movie was banned in South Africa. Fuck yes, it was. Sign yeah. me up. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, this is like a South Korean no country for old men. You had me. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like, yes. Like, we're yep. done. You don't need to write anymore. <laughs> I'm in. I know. It's like, it's also like we're coming up on the end of June here pretty soon. And it's like, it'll be the time where it's like the best movies of the year so far. And I can't yeah. fucking wait because I feel like I haven't seen shit, to yeah. be honest. I, I mean, a I, lot. Yeah. I haven't, man. I mean, I've done like a, I've been I've been watching a lot of stuff, but not new stuff. Like I need I need more new shit because nothing's really even come close to blowing me away this year yet. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how the uh, the, the year kind of goes on because I know there's still some some good shit coming. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, so whatever it is, uh, hopefully you'll be here with us. Uh, so this has been episode 175, which fucking blows my mind. Same. The numbers not getting any smaller. Uh, right. The more I say it. Advival uh, Werewolves, uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us. And we look forward to spending some more time with you in the next two weeks. Or so for myself and Mitch, thank you again. Good night and have a good evening. <laughs>